welcome to episode 208 of Brutal Battle. So I had my drawn out Brutal Battle. Yeah, mine for was you. more like dramatic. Drawn, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think well, I should have gotten an Emmy. <laughs> okay. Emmys are for TV shows, oh. I believe. An Oscar? Do they have podcast ones, Webbies, I think, for podcasts? Well, I should have got something. All right. Give this individual a award. Any award. At least a Dundee. <laughs> yeah, a Dundee for, <laughs> for anyone who watches The Office. And you should. The Office is awesome. Anyway, we're going to... Oh, Hold on. Did you... Speaking of The Office, did you see the text I sent you? Yes. So this is, could be cute for anybody. It's like... Anybody. Okay. Well, you have to have kids. <laughs> we don't. Well, I imagine you with the shirt and then getting a little one for the cat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or it could be me. Okay, so the father or mother figure is has the shirt that says regional manager. And then the little person, human... Thing. Thing has a shirt that says assistant to the regional manager. Right. So anyone would only get that if they listen to the office or watch the office. Yeah. But like, so the, um, website had like a father and son and they had like different kid sizes and baby sizes, but I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. So, um, okay. So we are sipping on the Schlafly raspberry Hefeweizen, uh, for this episode as our warm up beer. It's just a holdover from the last one. And shame on you if you're listening to this episode and you didn't listen to the last one because, we just ruined a mystery beer for you yeah, there. I'm still just like shocked by this whole Schlafly and the St. Louis brewery. Really? Why? Oh, the I, fact that it's yeah. like Schlafly's just a name and it's not the brewery name. Yeah, like I don't get I don't it. Mean, it is what it is, you know. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Mind blown. I, yeah. Well. Stuff happens. Wow. You learn something new every day. So anyway, um, the topic for this episode. So the, this was one of, I don't know if people see it, like, all the time on social media, there are these, like, short, like, 60-minute videos that are going around about, like, you know, making your day feel a little bit better. 60 minute? Um, 60 second, I mean. Wow. I or around say, there. No one's going to watch a 60 minute. <laughs> yeah, no. This day and age with people's uh, attention oh. spans, no, yeah, no. I know. I feel like I'm the same. You, when you're like, watch this video, and I'm like, well, how long is it? And I'm like, three minutes, and I'm you're like, like Ugh. I know. That's really bad. It is bad. It's a sign of where our society yeah. is gone. People can't wait for anything. No. So anyway, um, it's, it was one of these like videos I saw. It was like a 60-second video talking about like something uplifting, like nice for people to see for the day. And um, it's it was about this brewery in Denver, Colorado called Brewability Lab. So I looked it up, and it's a very interesting place. I'm just going to read you from their website the mission that they have, and then we have a little extra info. And Rebecca has some insight into stuff involved with this. I don't know if I have insight. She'll explain it. You'll but explain hold on, it. I want to know how long, it, how how many minutes are you going to be reading a, this? Um, I can draw it out to ten. <laughs> That's just I'm going to need estimate. you to keep it to like. One to two minutes. It might be. I don't know. Okay. But I can't make any sort of, you know, promises on this. I'm not doing it. So, Brewability Lab is a brewery in Denver, Colorado. Welcome to Brewability Lab, your first best destination for delicious craft beer and entertainment in Denver, Colorado and the surrounding area. Our craft bar delivers a fantastic array of craft beers as well as providing a host of entertaining services and bartending training. 
So here's where they get more into it. We proudly offer a disability-friendly and blind-friendly bar with a founding history of providing training, support, and entertainment for adults with disabilities by introducing them to every growing industry of custom craft beer. Uh, our craft bar offers a host of custom crafted beers, as well as offering a brewery tour and a wide range of entertainment so that you can relax and have fun with friends while enjoying the distinctive taste of talented craft brewers from all around. We also offer entertainment services for event venues and fundraiser venues, offering the perfect way to help your guests have the time of their lives. We also proudly offer bartending training services, helping adults of all kinds gain skill and appreciation for the bartending industry so that they can find a fun and exciting new path in life. Brewability has all the tools, resources, and expertise to satisfy all of your cravings for great tasting beer and entertainment and career training in one convenient place for one affordable price. Contact Brewability Lab today and we'll give you a comprehensive description of all the services and products we offer at our craft bar. So from the way that sounds, it's not calling out anything specific. It's just saying we teach people, mm -hmm. basically. But what it really is, and what the video showcased, and what other articles we had found yeah. showcases, is the fact that it's a a, bre a brewery for people with disabilities. And it's not just more friendly for people okay. going there to have beers. It's it's staffed with a lot well, of people yeah. who have disabilities. So, so to clarify, the, the employees have disabilities. They're ta yes. target consumer... It could be any could. ability. Yeah, it could be anything. Yeah. Yes, correct. Um, but uh, yes, a lot of their employees, and their employees, the majority of their employees, I believe, yes. have disabilities. And this brewery was started by a teacher? Former teacher. Former teacher. Yeah. I think yeah. she was, had been a special ed teacher. And she was like, you know, there's really not enough jobs out there for people with disabilities that are really gearing towards them. So she decided to try this brewability thing because I think she had an interest in, in just brewing in general. Well, being in Colorado, which is such a hot spot for breweries. Big time. Denver um, specifically, yeah. She thought that was a good... I remember reading an article. Yeah. So one of the things... Well, first of all, talk about... Because you, you have um, experience with, you know, some of this Well, yeah. Topic. So I think what Carlin's Say allu why, alluding though. to is... Well, first of all, the other important thing you said is people order by color. I didn't say that. Oh, I know. I said what you didn't say. Oh, I didn't say. I thought no. you said did say. No, you didn't say was they order by color. So instead yes. of ordering, I want the pale ale, I want this, you want the green, the blue, the, mm -hmm. to make it easier. Um, and that, I think it's just honestly easier for everybody. Right. Well, that's also why I think it's some tap rooms, breweries, whatever, they have people order by number. Right. Instead of, oh, I want the IPA, I want the yeah. stout, I want whatever. They're just like, I'll take number five, I'll take number right. 12. Like, yeah. It's kind of that thing. But the color is, I guess, is that easier for people with disabilities I, to, I don't to know. remember? Well, probably if you have um, low vision or a visual deficit, color could be just mm. easier to see. Yeah, because they'll have like a color swatch on the tap handle. Yeah, like the tap, the pictures are like the whole tap handle is that color. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I guess Carlin thought I have a special interest in this because I don't know if I, I am an occupational therapist, um, which is my profession. Um, so I certainly work with, with clients with disabilities and um, helping them to be as independent as possible. But I also sit on our local county's commission on disabilities. 
And one of their big um, objectives is to help find employment, gainful employment for community members with disabilities. Um, which I, I kind of knew a little bit about just because of, again, my background as an occupational therapist, but was it like two years ago, they had an employment banquet and they had a guest speaker from a local window manufacturer. And he was kind of, I guess he, he tells a story and I, I remember thinking, okay, yeah, this will be whatever. And he was probably the most interesting speaker I've ever heard. Um, he spoke a lot about how he kind of was talked into hiring um, this woman with visual deficits in his window um, factory, I guess. Company. Yeah, and he said this is going to be a liability. It's going to be a huge safety risk for people. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. Um, and he kind of told his story, and in the end, he said that was the best decision I ever made was hiring her and has since hired more and um, just talks likes to talk to local businesses of the benefits of hiring people with disabilities, um, which makes total sense because, you know, for a lot of folks with a disability, having what other people may consider an entry-level job is actually a career job for them. Yeah, it could be a job for life because they're dedicated workers. And that might be all they're qualified to do, right. for better or for worse, you know? So, like, once you, yes, it may take more time to train them, but once you train them, they can be very, very good, very dedicated. They're less likely to call out of work. A lot of the research has showed they usually have a lot of support with making sure and helping them stay employed um, and getting them to work on time, etc. Um, but this particular speaker, back to the window factory, he said he had to have a lot of different... He thought he would have to spend a lot of money making accommodations for her, but he didn't. It was like a simple line of tape on the floor so she could use that as just a guide to get to her workstation. Um, and he said it also helped build a lot of um, camaraderie within his factory because everybody was really more wanting to help her and they all got to know each other better. Um, and he said that she was very, very focused on safety and actually prevented um, a huge potential catastrophe. And um, so it was just, it was really, really interesting. Um, but yeah, when I heard the story, I was like, this is amazing because it's really teaching people and providing opportunities for folks who wouldn't have that otherwise. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure that this is the first time you'd ever heard of anything like this happening within the, the brewing community, oh, yeah, yeah. well, industry. Um, you know, you, you typically think of beer and you mainly think of like able-bodied people, you know, yeah. nobody who has any sort of disability being a person who's brew, who's certainly like right. brewing and, and have, most likely not bartending. Or, right. They have bartenders. They have one of their, their head brewer, I don't think has a, um, not an overt disability, correct? Um, but the assistant brewer, brewer has a disability, mm -hmm. um, and it kind of goes down from there. But uh, also, I, I think it's cool because it's such a trendy business. Yeah, you know, like I think, like who wouldn't? Well, I couldn't say not everybody would want that, but I think it would. It's um, definitely, I think, perceived by the general public to be like, oh, I work in a brewery. That's kind of cool. Versus, yeah, I agree. You know, I bag groceries. And nothing's wrong with that. Well, and 
to that, there are people who definitely view brewers as, like, kind of rock stars. Oh, yeah. It's, in, in a sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, not everyone's, like, the status of someone like a Sam Calagione or, like, a Ken Grossman or, you know, a Jim Cook. But, you know, even, even like, local, like, on a local level, yeah. like, brewers around us kind of kind of become a little well, bit rock star well, Like, a little bit of celebrity type yeah. status, I yeah. guess. But I just think it's cool to have, like, different options out there, you know? Because sure. I feel like everybody has kind of seen some different lower-level, entry-level positions that maybe you can kind of tell that this person um, might have a disability, but how cool is it to do something more mainstream? Yeah. Um, I just thought it was a really inspirational, uplifting article. Yeah. It was really cool, but then also when you dug a little bit deeper because we were driving in the car and Rebecca was just looking up like extra articles about it and and reading them to me and we were we were just chatting about it and uh one of the things that we uncovered was something kind of crappy which is they had um I think they had been looking for some funding from yeah. from the the city of Denver and they were being denied funding because they said that they were too exclusionary with who they were hiring to work there which I was like Okay, C- come on with this this shit. Yeah. Like that is ridiculous to me. This is a this is a population of people who have a very hard time getting jobs. Yes. I think everyone else can find jobs somewhere else. It's one company, and I think that to continue to provide a stable and uh, work environment for people who have disabilities, it's worth the funding going there. I mean, maybe it's just a situation where they see a potential lawsuit that could come up, be, mm-hmm. you know, some sort of technicality, um, and maybe that's why they, they don't want to do it, but come on, man. Like, it seems heartless and crappy, in my yeah. opinion. It's, it's, it's always hard, and yeah, but I guess there's two sides to every coin. Yeah. I mean, literally every coin has two sides. Okay, so. you asshole. Okay. <laughs> Some of them look exactly the same. Okay. But, you know. <laughs> okay, so, good topic. Uh, I always like to hear, like, favorable things in, with craft beer, which, you know, most of the stuff we talk about is favorable within craft beer. Uh, and, you know, the other thing that I can think of recently we talked about that, you know, it's not at all on the same level, but the the brewery cats was a oh. nice story. Did you talk about that with with Nathan, Nathan? Klasnick? Yeah. yeah, some episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. That's okay, a, how was the uh, the raspberry Hefeweizen by Schlafly or the Saint it's Louis not brewery? Not by Schlafly. <laughs> That's what I don't I don't get it. You should write them an email and inquire about what yeah. WTF with this. I don't get it. Yeah, brewed and bottled by the St. Louis Brewery. Yeah. So what is Schlafly? It's just a brand they created, basically. Is this their only brand? You know, I I can't say yes for sure, but I think so. I think so. But it's kind of like, you know, Budweiser is not, you know, it's Anheuser-Busch InBev. Yeah. Budweiser is just a brand, you know, Bud, Bud Light, you know. Yeah, okay. I guess it makes a little bit more sense. And they have their new Freedom Reserve. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Is it ice cold? Is it so cold? No, no, that's Coors, but oh. they own Coors now, too. <laughs> I so. get them all confused. They're all the same. They own Coors now, too. But no, like... Ugh. Is it made with cold Rocky Mountain water? No, also Coors. Oh, damn it. 
but shouldn't everyone be making it with the coldest water they can and just <laughs> brew it cold and keep it cold because that's the best? Uh, like that's the, that's the only thing you want out of beer is that yeah. it's cold. I don't need flavor. I don't need anything. <laughs> just it's got to be cold, man, because I can't get anything else in my life that's cold. Nothing. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Beer anyway, A. Enough of that. Beer A. Beer A looks a little orangey. Kind of yellowish orangey. Did you smell both of these already? Real quick. Ooh. Oh, put it down. That's B. We're not I, on B. I like B. <laughs> Stop it. Let's go back to A. A is really clear. It is. Like really, really clear. Orange is yellow. Yes. It's got some large bubbles around I, it. I like A. I like the smell. Well, then stop going to B. Give A its time, man. Well, Carlin, we sat down and Carlin's like, one of these smells better than the other. So I'm like, which one is it? It does, but we don't know the taste. It smells happy. It does. It's got a little bit of that kind of like candied sweet um, citrus yeah. on the nose. Like a little but, sugary. Yeah, almost. not overbearing though. It's it's not like in your face. It's there. That's yeah, it's like all, orangey. That's kind of all I'm getting is that one characteristic. Yeah. Well, it's sugary, sweet, orangey. I get a... And to me, those flavors go together. Like, that's one yeah. flavor to me. I get a little bit of a hay note on the end. Just very, very, very slight. Yeah. Very okay. slight. Not well, too much. Going in? Mm-hmm. More bitterness than I thought there was going to be. Gosh, that's exactly what I was going to say. Definitely more bitterness. Bitterness kind of punches you up front, but I think part of that has to do with, we were just drinking that oh. raspberry Hefeweizen that was more fruit and there was like almost no bitterness in that beer. Um, take an, another few sips. I rinsed my mouth a little bit. Yeah. My mouth is starting to kind of get a little more used to that bitterness, but. It's. That's a decent beer. There's yeah. nothing, there's nothing offensive about it it's very clean in the finish um there's yeah. a decent amount of bitterness to it i get that citrus like an orange flavor to mm-hmm. it with a little bit of that kind of sweet sugar note it's clean it's and i think it has like a middle of the road body um you get some of the sweetness um and then some of the bitterness you know it's kind of like a well-rounded i can't say it's like my favorite but um you know kind of critiquing it it's it yeah, has all decent. those, yeah. It's like a straight IPA. You know, like, yeah. I, I'm placing that at like 6.5%, mm. maybe. You know, probably no more. All right. This is like decent. grapefruit. All right, so now we're on B. Oh, B, oops, I forgot to look at the color. B's yeah. really orange. Yeah. And it it's also very, very clear. clear. Very, very clear. And it smells like sweet, like, candied, brulee grapefruit. Oh, that smells really good. It's so sweet smell. I got a lot of, like... Gummy peaches. Yeah, peach. Oh, that's what it is. It's peach. You know what those gummy peaches yeah, smell like? Yes. It smells dead like it those is. gummy peaches. It's not great for it. It's peach. Yes. The like it, it <sighs> but smells... it has a little tartness. I think. I don't smell the tartness. I just smell like the fruity peachiness. And it comes off sugary to me. Yes. Like the like beer A. It smells like it's like so sweet. Yeah, it smells exactly like those sugar coated gummy peaches. Yeah, but exactly. those... Exactly. Oh, yeah. Those are not tart. No. They're sour. They're not no, sour. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. no those the rings. Are you thinking about the rings? 
Yes. All right. Yes. Like a bag of those when you first open the bag, like that crazy amount of peach, that's what this smells like. Which leads me to believe it may very well be an artificial peach. Way too sweet. What is the deal? I don't even know what this is. It's like syrup. It's like thick. And it's kind of syrupy and just like so sugary sweet. I don't like it. It's very sweet, but there there is a tartness in there. Yeah. It's not sour. It's tart. It would... I mean, it kind of does taste like those gummy peaches, but with some tartness to it. Oh. Yeah, there, it's kind of like... Oh, oh, our cat just sneezed like five times. So last episode was watching the birds. This episode's watching the cat. Oh my gosh. What's episode three going to be? I don't know, but she's, I think, allergic to something. She's been sneezing a lot more. I don't know. Is it beer? She might have seasonal allergies. Is it gummy peaches? Because as soon as we start talking about gummy peaches... she starts sneezing. Okay, so with this, I feel like every sip I take is like the, every the whole sip flavor. I take, okay. The, every move I make. That peachy flavor is encrusted in sweetness all the way through. Yeah. Everything is encrusted in sweetness. I mean, I could I can see why someone someone would like this. Because this could be a very appealing to purse to a very very appealing to the right person. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Look, the the raspberry <laughs> hefeweizen is four point one percent. Okay, there's no excuse. I just got a little tongue tied. Okay, um, it's not for me. It's a no for me. the <laughs> The body is pretty low. Um, you think so? But it's not bad. Though I think this... I don't think it's syrupy. You oh, think I it's do. syrupy? I don't think it's syrupy. I think it gets a little watery. I don't like it. But it's sugary. Yeah. It's very know. sweet with some of that tartness coming through. Yeah, I'm not... What? What is yeah, that? That's that's a weird beer. That's a weird beer. I want to see what A's like now. Yeah, A's probably too. just all bitterness after B. Oh, God. B makes A taste horrible. Yeah. It's just... It is like all bitterness and actually a little bit medicinal. This is rough. After that. Yeah. Mm. Now, when Mike puts these together, he pairs them already. Um, I don't know. Oh, you just grabbed them. No, I mean, I, I grabbed them in the order how of, they would make uh, sense if they were paired in the six-pack. How do you know what... No, that... How do you... No. What? What order? Oh, side by side. Side by side, Oh, yeah. got it, got it, got it. I, I don't do it in order of progression of the episodes. I just do it side yeah. by side. Okay. Yeah, so... I, I don't hmm. know if he particular it specifically pairs them that way, but I figure if he does, I might as well just do it that way. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, um, this is this is a tough E. Um, okay. Uh, I. You want to go first? You go first. I feel like cat stretching. Rebecca's watching, of course. I so, love to watch animals. Uh, I'm between two numbers on both of these. I think... Don't overthink it. Don't think too much. Yeah. No, I think um, I think A is solid. Yeah. That's a solid beer. I could drink that again. I'm going to give that a three. No, I was going to give it a four. Okay. That's fine. Let's do a 3.5. Um, B or B is not solid. And I was... Between a two and a one. And the reason I was 
even thinking one, I feel like one's really harsh, but I'm thinking one a little bit just because it, I feel like it's a beer fail. Oh. You know what I mean? Like it's, but it's not like, offensive. I don't know. I'll go yeah. two though. That's what I'm going to do. It's not two. offensive. I feel like a one is like, you wouldn't recommend this to. Right. That's a macro basically. Like, this, someone, someone is going to, someone would really like someone this. Someone can enjoy it. Yeah. I, I just feel like whatever they were going for, like, it wasn't, it wasn't I, achieved. We don't know what they, we don't know what they were going for. Find out. Honestly, if I could they give could, a 1.5, I would do that. I mean, they beer. could be going for a sweet peach beer. Sure. And then they achieved that. Well, let's find out. And then I would never drink it. Um, all right, so B... I mean, I really, I do like the way it smells. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it smells good. It smells really good. All right, so B overall to loser the episode is... Do it, do it. Come on, come on, rip it. Rip it. I'm having a hard time. Just rip the bag. All right, so... trying to get Trying to get the tape off. What is that? It's tart, it's a tart peach beer. Ooh, oh my gosh. This is a brewery that people are typically like, hell yeah. We just... Well, just tell me what it is. Come on. The suspense is killing me. This is ridiculous. Okay. Guess the style. What style do you think that is? Is it Berliner Weiss? No. It's a Kolsch. A Kolsch? (laughs) No way. It's definitely, I would say it's a peach Berliner Weiss. It's a tart peach Kolsch by Ballast Point. Hmm. And it is, let me see if I can find the ABV on here. It's just too sweet. They but don't even have a freaking ABV. Oh, there it is. 5, 5.2%. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, there are definitely people out there that would like this. Sure. I feel like... There are people out there that like black licorice, but that's wrong. Black licorice is right. It's disgusting. You do not eat black licorice. I do. Ew. How'd you not know that about me? I don't know. How are we married? <laughs> Gross. You know that. I feel like I don't. Or maybe I just mentally blocked it because I think it's it a terrible tra- thing. Traumatizing. Yeah, when you told me, I was like, oh, <laughs> no. I mean, I don't go, I don't remember the last time I had it, but I do like that flavor. Uh, gross. Um, I yeah. don't know. I, tart peach Kolsch. What is a tart Kolsch? This has got to be by far the worst beer I've ever had by Bell's Point, straight up. Um, mm. I, well, because usually I like their stuff. Hold on. Who did who did that uh, red velvet? Oh, was that? that that was them. Yeah, that sucked. That red velvet beer was sucky. That was Ballast Point. Yeah, that was Ballast yeah. Point. That, that beer sucked too. Yeah. That, okay. That sucked worse than this. Uh, was that worse than this? Yes. I don't remember. It was. The thing is that red velvet was so long ago. I can't even make that comparison. That's the problem. Okay. Well, let's find out what A is the mm. winner of the episode. Overall, three point five. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Yeah, it's a it's a middle of the road. Eh. Eh. What is this? It says Gangnam style. No, I'm kidding. Let's see. But there's gang in the word. Um, okay, just pull. You're driving me crazy, dude. It's gangbang pale ale. No, I'm no, kidding. it's not. <laughs> that would be that, if someone ever did that. There's a lawsuit. <laughs> No, I don't think so. Uh, that is, that is, I don't get <laughs> that. I, I'm offended by that. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, so it's by Brewery Omegon. It's their Nirvana IPA, oh. and it is 6.5%. Boom. Nailed it. Yes. Um, it tastes like exactly what yeah. they're advertising here, basically. Do they have any flavor text on this, I want to see? Uh, no. 
No, they don't give you any expectations. Which, honestly, I feel is a good thing. Because a lot of times when they put flavor notes on there and they're like, you can get this and this and this. And people try it and they're just like, I don't get that. That's just disappointment. I just, I don't understand why you would make a tart Kolsch. It's weird. Like, for me, like, a Kolsch is such, like, a clean, crisp, crisp, refreshing, beer. Cold. Cold as ice. Super cold. (laughs) You know, you know what I mean? Like, but why, I don't know. Hmm. It says German-style Kolsch on there, too, at the bottom in small letters. It says it's German-style. So, German-style with, like, grody peach. It's... it's... I mean, no. Someone would like this. If you like... Sure. If you like sweet beers and you like peach, you would like this. Okay. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, people who have been drinking beer for some time are probably not going to be... I think... People, I think this could also be a good, wow, it wouldn't be a good gateway beer because it has some tartness in it. And that could be off-putting for some people. Confusing, at least. But, uh, anyway. (laughs) Rebecca's trying to advocate so hard for this tart peach Kolsch. (laughs) I mean, not for me. I don't want any more. For whoever else. For someone, someone out there. For the people out there who love it. All right. Well, now advocate for the people of the Red Velvet. Let's go. I don't remember what it tastes like. I just thought it was awful. I'm kidding. It tasted so really... I remember it tasting really, really artificial. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, honestly, really chemically. I think the peach in this tastes artificial, too. No. I, I do, although it says natural flavors on it. Well, that could be... I think, yeah, that's that true. Couldn't, yeah, it could no. be something else, but... Yeah. You can get away and say natural anything nowadays. That doesn't mean jack. I don't like that. That beer sucks. Okay. The Nirvana's solid. You don't have to drink anymore. Actually, you know what? Real quick. Um, we're so focused on this tart peach Kolsch, we didn't even react properly to this Nirvana IPA, which is, when did Omegong start doing IPAs? Have you ever even heard of that? Like, no, and now that I'm thinking about true. it, I'm like, they You're never... like, wait a minute. Yeah, hold on. We buried the lead. <laughs> like, what the hell? This is crazy because Omegong's always focused on Belgian-style right. beers before. This, in my opinion, this is like their first foray outside of that. I guess they're just like, people want IPAs, they need their IPAs, we gotta do this. We want them, they need them. This is a a solid offering. It's um, a very solid IPA. Yes. I mean, would I buy more? Probably not. Because? There's so many out there. Exactly. There's so many friggin' IPAs. And there are a lot of IPAs better than this. Yes. But if you're at someone's house... Yeah. And they have this, and they give it to you. You'd be like, yeah, I'll drink that. That's fine. We can do that. I mean, to me, this is like a dogfish 60-minute. Sure. Like, it's just kind of a middle-of-the-road. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think I like 60-minute a little more, but... I don't know. I'd have to have... They're close. Yeah. yeah. They're, I, and they're in the close. same basket. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for checking this out. Um, not as exciting. I'm hoping this last episode next week... Next week for all of you listeners. I'm hoping this last episode delivers, like, some real kick-ass beers. Really hoping. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So. But That's anyway, it. everyone stay tuned for that. We're going to do something pretty different for the next episode. It's not anything, like, crazy. It's not that. It's not crazy, <laughs> but I just mean, like, topic-wise, it's it's very different. We never, we don't do this, that type of stuff, but, you know. Anyway, stick, stick around. Stay stick, tuned. Stick, stick, stick around. I was between 
I was going to say stick around or stay tuned, and then I just kind of like mixed it. Stick it. Stick around. Okay. Check anyway. out check out our Instagram. I'm working it. There you go. Check out the Instagram. How do you find it? Just Brutal Battle? Brutal Battle uh, Podcast? I, I don't even know. I should okay. know that. Try everything. Brutal Battle. Brutal Battle. Brutal Battle Podcast. Try it I all. Even, I shouldn't remember. I don't remember. All right. Thank you anyways Sorry. Uh, for checking this out. That's fine. But until next time... Keep it brutal. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.